This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Welcome to the Double Feature Movie Podcast. There are so many podcasts out in the world. Thank you for choosing ours. The film this week, the film that all of the films have moved out the way for, it is Avengers Endgame. I'm your host, Jonathan Robertson. I'm joined by Joanne So from The New Paper. Hello. Hello. This was a complete lockdown. You went to see the big fan event in Seoul, Korea. Even then, they didn't show you anything more than the no. extended trailers. trailers. Extended trailers. <laughs> Even I cut myself off from any further trailers than the second one. Auto play off on YouTube. Various words blocked on Twitter. First time that most people will have seen it would have been at the premiere on Tuesday. Tuesday for, yes, the premiere. Yes. So, initial reactions. What did you think, Joanne? Wow. It was it's really I think I think that's an understatement, but I don't know what else you can say about it, but wow. It's it's so many things crammed into three hours. You kind of you don't actually feel the three hours. No, you don't. Yeah. I should say we're gonna try and keep this one spoiler free. We will be doing a more extended deep dive going into all the different aspects uh for next week. So <laughs> this will be spoiler ish free trying to not uh, it's gonna be difficult but okay big question let's solve this one first is there a point for a pee break is there a toilet break point I'd have to say no no unless you're unless you're going for the second time second watching but otherwise first time of watching your pee breaks are before and after nothing There's in between nothing in between there are just too many moments where during the premiere you know you're trying to enjoy it as a fan and you're trying to you know, think about reviews and stuff like that oh this seems like a quiet bit could you make it to the t- oh no 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 okay something <laughs> else has happened so yeah if you were about to say okay doors to manual and you're heading off you're going to realize you're going to miss something along the way it's how amazing how they can squeeze everything in together like 21 movies summarised into... I mean, not not even summarised. Yeah, actually, they do. No. Well, it's kind of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's references to everything of the 21 movies mm. that have gone before. Seemingly innocuous moments in the previous movies suddenly become payoffs. Yeah. They become things like, oh, so that meant that! Yeah, you know, after the screening on... I watched it on Tuesday, right? On yeah. Wednesday night, I actually saw um, Avengers on Netflix. And oh, I was right. like... Oh, you have those moments. Ah, yeah. So it's, it's good that, you know, it makes you so excited after you're watching the first movie that you want to watch the rest just to find the hidden Easter eggs that they left it there in the earlier ones. Oh, there are so many Easter eggs. Yeah. There are so- With that, though, I would say I saw a very snarky post on Facebook that was kind of very snooty, kind of like, uh, Avengers Endgame is like three hours long. So if your child can't stay quiet for three hours, please don't take them. To which I thought, at you, because I've never experienced children have that much of an issue in films. It's always grown-ups. Yes. And I would say, if you're a... I mean, I love the films. You know, I'm a geeky nerd, you know, whatever. But if you're one of those guys that can't be quiet during it, and you want to display your knowledge, or you want to say, oh, I bet he's going to do this now, loudly, to all around you, don't go. (laughs) Really, wait wait for it to come out on video or whatever. Just no, come out of video. I, I don't think you can even stay silent in this film. There's so many moments where you were, you were, you actually feel like, yay! Oh, like, oh, that's different. I mean, exclamations of yes or applauding, which happened in the premiere, that's fine because there are plenty of those moments. But 
then say, oh, you know, by the way, you know what that is? Uh, that person just appeared in this thing and uh, they were very good in that. And uh, No, the chattering, stop. Likewise, it's not going to be a great date movie if your date has never seen any of the previous Marvel films. I don't know how that's possible, but if they haven't, as I experienced at the premiere, someone behind <laughs> had not was a completely oblivious, seemingly, to what had Everything that had gone before. So it was like, who's that? You didn't know yeah. any of the Avengers? I don't know. There was just lots of chunnering. And then whoever she was with was answering her as well. Oh, we shushed a lot. There was the whole row shushing and they just didn't get it. Anyway, that's beside the point. It is three hours. There are some quiet bits. There are some contemplative bits. Be quiet. It's simple, really. Otherwise... Yeah, so many payoffs to so many previous films. Uh, just And packed to rafters. It makes me wonder why films can't be this packed anyway. <laughs> no, but for those who have not, watch, have not watched it and thinking of going it next week and it's, or your tickets are next week, if you have some spare time, do homework and watch the earlier ones. You enjoy yeah, it so much it better. Yeah, it would kind of pay off. I mean, this is, this is just uh, an immense... I'm kind of impressed by it in a couple of ways. One, just the story, because it's got the, the highs and the lows and the emotional build-ups and everything. And just in a sense of, wow, what a what a feat of filmmaking. What a feat of story building and bringing everything together. I mean, all other movie studios must be looking at this and just thinking, why bother? I, I it's, it's just, how do you beat that? No, but what is... No, this is the fantastic part of, seriously, of Marvel. How they can bring like you said in 2008 with the very first Iron Man and then in between they have the failure like the Incredible Hulk yeah and and it's just move on and it's it's just move on but yet you have 21 films plus Endgame is 22 so and then they like I said earlier they neatly summarise everything bring out the key moments and you know it's really a movie you can tell that it's made by fans for fans Yes. I've I've seen the word fan service be used with mm. this film a kind of derogatory way. Yeah. Uh, no, not really. Not really. This, this is yeah, fans have been some moments in this fans have been waiting for. Mm. And there's nothing wrong with adding them as long as it works. Yep. It's for those people who have followed the characters for, from 10 years ago, say like Iron Man. Yeah. You've seen how you've grown to like and enjoy the character arc that's moved, the character growth, and you know even how the character accepts his responsibility of whatever superpowers they have, whoever it may be, mm. Captain America, Thor, or even like um, Black Widow. This is such a nice ending, a closure for those who have actually the Marvel, like like us who have seen all yeah. of it this whole ten years. It's like it's a good closure. It's like oh, what's going to be next? Well, it certainly got me emotional, and considering I'm. I've, you know, a cynical adult ever since these things started, you know. Uh, I, I don't know what it'd do to someone who's grown up with it. I mean, there's there'll be young adults out there yep. who were 10 or something when <laughs> when, they, when they first saw Iron Man. I'm going, wow. So what it'll do to them, I don't know. Mm. It was hugely emotional, I, I should think. But, you know, I think I, there's something about Marvel and the heroes that they connect with people of all ages it's like my, my son I, I, I was we keep prepping him okay, it's a three hour film three hour film okay, he's 12 so it's a three hour film not sure how he's going to sit through it but he's been quite a Marvel fan and it's like at the end of it he was like I want more I want a five hour <laughs> movie it's like you know he's, he's once more it's like, so he's like is this the end there's no more it's like 
you know, I think yeah. the 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 desire for for the characters to see what happens to them and you know what's going to do, what's this whole universe going to be. I think the the the, the desire still could be there. Yeah. If you're worried about the plot, the spoiler-free version is that the effects of Infinity War are run very deep. This is this kicks off with our heroes or what's left of them trying to come to terms with the fact that they have truly lost this time. Yeah, it's there's no coming back from this particular thing, or so they think. It hits them hard, yeah. and some. It, I mean, you'll have seen in the trailers that Hawkeye is killing people in the streets. Well, actually, he's more of a well, angel of death, uh, avenger in a, a more extreme way for you know crime syndicates who survived the Thanos snap. <laughs> yeah, it's m- much more of a killer. And it's kind of like the darkest that I've seen Marvel get. Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. it's darkest and most violent. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a bit strong maybe for PG-13, but you f- you understand and why he's doing such things. You understand his... Yeah. Where You see where he's coming from and you think if you put yourself in the shoes, you might do the same way too. Because how, how would you cope with grief? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I suppose you could read a lot into coping with grief in this. Uh, but I think the acting is still brilliant, uh, especially Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. are, well, I, I've called them the heart and the soul yeah, I totally of agree. this thing. Yeah. You know, uh, Evans being much more heartfelt and Robert Downey Jr. is essentially the template, the, the wise crack in the dark that will uh, alleviate things. Uh, but everyone's doing the A-plus game? I think I, so. I think Paul but, Rudd was surprising. Yeah. I, I loved the bits with him but that were more emotional. I find that because the original Avengers, the six of them, because maybe they have the opportunity and privilege to play this character, the same characters for a decade. Mm. So you kind of know, I, I guess it's supposed to be part of you, you know, you know all the shorthands to these particular characters, likes and dislikes and shortcomings and everything else. And then they just flesh it out even more this time around. Yeah. And I guess it's they also know that this is their end game, this is the end. Might as well just give it all up. And yes. the chemistry between yeah. all of them is fantastic. Scarlett Johansson and Chris Evans, when they're interacting, they have, for the really nerdy things, there's hints that Captain America and Black Widow had something more of a relationship when they were on the run. Yep. That was in Winter Soldier, right? Yeah. I think Post that Winter one, Soldier. yeah. And then you, the way they interact in this, it has that kind of comfortable feeling of people mm-hmm. who've, you know, known each other for so long. And, it's, be, and yeah. I think because for who they are, they don't, you know, they have each other, that's all. I noticed that Scarlett Johansson's very good at making her nose go red when she's upset. It adds to the whole thing. It's <laughs> it's just something you notice on the second time. Oh yeah, so when when the tears are welling up, her, her nose goes red, and you realise, oh yeah, that's like in Lost in Translations. Well, she's an Oscar winner. I can reveal one spoiler, one key spoiler that I noticed on the second time of watching. <laughs> this is good. This okay. So in Avengers: Infinity War. There's a scene where Scarlet Witch yep. and Vision are stood outside a shop in Edinburgh. Oh, and there's okay. a sign that says, yep. deep, we deep fry your kebabs. Now, that's a very Scottish thing. I think the Russos are wanting to go to Scotland because there's one scene where I see a bottle in the background and it's a bottle of the fizzy drink Iron Brew, which is a very Scottish drink. Okay. <laughs> and for, <laughs> again, when the when the kebab sign came up when I was at the premiere for Infinity War, I was the only one who was like, eh, oh no, okay, <laughs> oh, only one who gets it. I think likewise for this one, I'm the only one that gets the Iron Brew thing. I spotted the Iron Brew, very happy. So that's about as much of a spoiler as you get from me. You know, but what 
uh, after watching all, all this and I'm watching the next one, second time around next week. So I'm just waiting to read all the post-movie interviews. It's because, you know, they can't talk anything about it yeah, before. Yeah. And I just want to hear what they can talk about now. Like I, I, I'd I've love to it. know when, it, when is the, the good time. I mean, I do illustrations and stuff on my own thing and on Instagram and stuff. And there's loads that I want to draw. <laughs> and there's bits that I can't draw because <laughs> it's too much of a reveal. And you, I really think that people have to go into this cold, as cold it's, as possible. Yeah, I think that's how you enjoy it. It's like, even in our office, it's like, okay, let's talk about... It's like, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's no, like, we've got gag order. And it's like, let's look around, like, all over your shoulder, who's is it, in is office. Is anyone in yeah. the shop? Anyone? Like, but, but there's so much you want to talk about it. There's so much you want to, like... Um, oh, like yeah. you call it decompress. Yes. <laughs> it's like, but I can't, I can't, I can't. <laughs> it's, it's, and it is so f- packed with stuff. You need to decompress. Part of it is just really touching. There are moments when, even for someone like me, you can feel your eyes heating up at some point, and you can feel a little tear well at various points in it. Some of it is just because that is just so fantastic. That's what I've been waiting for. Yeah, I, I don't know which other studios are going to do something like this, or maybe wait for another 10 years. I don't have. even know how Marvel tops this. I mean, everything yeah, starts again with Spider-Man Far From Home yes. back in Ju- July. July. I think, yeah, July. So they're they're kind of starting again from ground up, mm. and the, if you imagine, I mean, I twenty two films in, in eleven years is immense anyway. Yes. If you think that, even if a regular franchise, they're looking at what two uh, a film every two, two years yeah. is like the the standard. No, but even if you look at um the past films that they've did, like say for not all the. Like say for Thor, hmm. one and two are not great. It's no, they came out. Then he picked up at three. So same for some of Iron Man two. That's like really for- yeah. forgettable. Yeah. And actually, I didn't I didn't enjoy Ultron, Age of Ultron, the second Avengers that much no. until I watched it again recently. Then I realized, oh, that's where they start healing stuff. Then you can't appreciate it better. But you know, do they? Yeah, I'm sure. Yes, they do. They did. <laughs> I shall have to. Watch. I watched it again recently. I was like, okay, it's, it's not so bad as a, yeah. I mean, th- there are places where the Marvel franchise has co- had quite more than a wobble. Yeah, but that's but somehow you you are connected to the characters. You you buy into the story, and that's I guess that's how this whole ten years it works because people want to know. I think it's, it's also it's a very good marketing or release. On, on their, how they release their films they have the individual um, properties mm. and then you have the, the group the, one like the Avengers events, yeah. yeah and then you have your smaller ones and then you have this big huge event and then you just want how you know that everybody's going to come together for this big huge battle so you want to know what yeah. happens because every single one would definitely have your favourite superhero like one person you're rooting for so you want to see what happens to this particular person yeah I think it's also great for the Russo brothers who I mean they changed the direction of Marvel. They they would they did Winter Soldier. Yeah, it was, it was like a spy film. Yeah, they yeah. they took it kind of more earthy. Yes, but at the same time, yeah, less fantastical. These two guys who are essentially, I mean, not to put them down, but sitcom directors. Yeah, they were, yeah uh, they worked in the community, of which there's a couple of uh, cameos in this from community players. So Spot Ken Jeong. Mm. If you can, that's that's another credit going to uh, to give it to Marvel because like 
they dare to give all these indie directors a chance. Mm. And it's like in my um, when I met the Russos in Seoul, they they were talking about these things. How I mean, you know, they are really grateful, obviously, but they are hoping and they are they are happy to see like, a lot more. Um, all these indie directors coming up, like um, what was the recent one? Like Captain Marvel, yeah, the two, yeah. and um, there's another one that they mentioned. Some other female. Oh, I wish f- there's a female director. I can't remember what's the name that's doing Black Widow. It's totally new, right? To me. Yeah. So I guess they are, they they dare to you know mm. throw these people into the deep waters because they are all the indie directors. Because uh, the Russo brothers were saying that you know, to giving indie directors uh, a play in all this because then you get a creative vision. You're not so studio led. Like yeah, those like say your you know your big name directors they are also they know what how the studio machine works they know like what makes the blockbusters and you have your formula kind of stuff so it's everything is very predictable so to go for only those indie and people who have never tried the big big screen and yeah. big special effects stuff you get something fresh and that's what Marvel is going they want something fresh from the directors and storytellers. Well, I hope they continue with that for the time being. Avengers Endgame. It's out there. It's fully booked in so many places. <laughs> if you can go see it, do go see it. Next week, we shall have a more... Well, we'll not hold back. It will be spoilers. Uh, we'll be dissecting everything that's happened in <laughs> Endgame. Could take about three days. Until then, Joanne, thank you very much for joining me. You're welcome. And if you're listening on Spotify, iTunes, or Google Podcasts, do rate and review us. And until next time, and another double feature, goodbye. That was an SPH podcast. Find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and streaming on Google Home. Do send your feedback to podcasts at sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at straightstimes.com and bt.sg.